Hello, sir. Hello, sir. We're here. We made it. We are here. 50 episodes. Now that we kind of have this video thing going, I think it'd be really interesting for us to be doing something completely different every time the video comes on. Like a different hat. Yeah. Hmm. Like a different silly hat. Well, the thing about yeah, the video is <laughs> the thing about the video is people don't see the video of the whole episode. Oh, right. Just whatever um, interesting chunks I decide to put on TikTok. So a compilation of the first 10 seconds of every video. Hat. <laughs> yeah. It could just be me. Yeah. I'll be that. I'm or we could, that we could put little Easter eggs in the background and then people have all of one minute of whatever TikTok it is to figure out what the Easter egg is from Ooh, yeah. week to week. That'd be, be a little, bit, little bit more engaging that way, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. We could just talk about our plan for the podcast for this whole episode. <laughs> Everyone would <laughs> yeah. love that. Just a, a business meeting that we turned into a <laughs> podcast episode. I would definitely be expensing a lunch right now, though, so. Yeah. That is um, what most podcasts are these days, are just conversations that people decided to record, yeah. you know, so. Yeah, well, that's what happened with us. A lot of times we were like, we would have a, a conversation where we were both busting a gut. Right. Or we thought it was at least mildly interesting. Right. And we're like, man, we should just throw up a mic sometime, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yep, just like every other pair of white guys that have ever started a podcast. But I've been just like, I've been doing podcasts, dude, for almost three years now, this one. And then I've had two others that I've done that have kind of fizzled out. But every time I just am praying that it's interesting enough to not be just like another one in the noise. But I think yeah. this one is this one is, is good. I do enjoy it. I'm, I'm glad that we've made it to 50 episodes and... Um, you know, I'm grateful that everyone who's been here since the beginning is still here and yeah. people who have joined along the way, welcome. So yeah, um, to celebrate 50 episodes, we did this for 25, episode 25 too, but um, we thought it was super fun then, so we wanted to do it again. We're going to do a Q&A episode. We had um, people send us questions on the Instagram poll thing that we did. Um, we got some good ones, so um, yeah. should, we, should we jump into these? Yeah, hang on a second, though. <laughs> Not quite as elegant as the the bottle cork. We used to do cork sounds all the time on this podcast. Yeah, I kind of missed that. I don't remember. I don't know what happened oh. there, but... Actually, didn't... And by the way, just as far as, like, stuff we used to do, didn't someone request for me to sing on this podcast? Yeah, so... But then, but then I sang you happy birthday last week, so that should... You didn't. I didn't let you. Remember? Yeah. That's right. I do I do feel like we need to address this because every time we put out like a Q&A thing, a number of people will say, well, you should have uh, Tyler do a song or, you know, ha have Nick come back on and do a song with, with Tyler or something. <laughs> and I just want to say, as much as we would love to do that, it just doesn't make sense. It's very, the logistics of it, like it wouldn't sound good on the podcast. And there's also... Mm -hmm multiple albums on spotify where you can hear nick and tyler doing just that <laughs> so i don't think we need to give nick and tyler another thing on spotify to sing on so that was kind of the point of this whole project was to be it's something basically different. it's basically to help our egos a little bit you know yeah just yeah so get us um if you want to hear the dudes sing um head over to their albums on spotify and uh or you know their instagram and stuff um 
we're, we're probably never going to do that here. I'm just going to. That was, that was also a very elegant pitch. Break everyone's hearts right now. But <laughs> that's okay. Okay, let's let's dive into this. Uh, let's, let's just do it. Let's go back and forth. Um, sure. But I'll, I'll grab the first one. Um, sure. Do you have a go-to order at certain places like coffee, pizza, restaurants, etc., mm. etc.? Yeah, you know, this is easier for me at like chains or you know, mm-hmm. um, especially when I'm on the road. It's just easier to not think about it. Like right. if I'm getting a Starbucks breakfast, I always get the same sandwich and the same coffee. Yeah. Um, let's see. But as at like, you know, restaurants I've never been or anything, it's not like I'll go, it's not like I'll always get a burger Yeah. when I sit down at a restaurant. Um, I do like to try Rubens almost everywhere I go because mm. I think, I think that, um, I'm always kind of comparing them when we stop and eat places yeah. like that, American joints. But um, yeah, I would say, I'd say if it's like American, I either like a Reuben okay. or, or a steak. Interesting. Um, chains, it's just same thing all the time. Yeah. Number eight, right. Taco John's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. The chain the chain thing is, is way easier to have a go-to. Um, I don't know, in terms of like... Pizza was one of the examples the person gave. Um, I'm mm-hmm. I tend to always go for just like whatever the supreme pizza equivalent oh, yeah. is. I don't know, like they always call it something different. Um, but you know, if you go to actual pizza places, they tend to have more um, unique pizzas. So I, I, I do like to try those. Um, in terms of just like general restaurants, um, I used to just always get a burger. That was always kind of like my default. Um, mm-hmm. I've I've branched out a little bit more now, um, but I do always like to try an old fashioned whenever I go to a yeah. restaurant with like a good bar. Because to me, the old fashioned is one of those benchmark drinks that I feel like every bartender should be able or should know how to make well. But it's super easy to mess up. Like it's a very yeah. simple drink, but it the balance of it matters a lot so right um that's kind of how i i test a good bartender is like can you do Mm. a simple drink really well so that's that's usually one of my my go-to things there's a just along with this a little bit you and i always make a joke i don't know if we've ever done it on air that's not what you call it on air but where uh you know when you you'll have a group of people together and you're like what does anybody want anything particular from you know, here, or like ordering pizza and everyone will be like, no, it's yeah. fine. And then we're like, really, if, if there's something you want specifically, please let me know. And then they'll just be like, very, very concise. specific. Yeah. <laughs> specific. <laughs> that yeah. made me think of that. Like, oh, I'm good with whatever, but, uh, but I actually I do have a very strong opinion about whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So another question here, there's a few, if you had a personal tagline, what would yours be? Yeah, um, mine would probably be jack of all trades, master of none. Yeah. Even because, I mean, that, I, I don't know if it still is. It definitely used to be my bio on Instagram, Instagram for handle, a long yeah. time. I think it still yeah. is, but I replaced Jack with Jake because, you know. So clever. Funny. But I think <laughs> I, I heard recently that the full, the full saying is actually jack of all trades is a master of none but a jack of all or a master of none is better than a master of one or something like basically saying it's better to be good at a lot of things than just like really good at one thing. I can't remember Mm. where I heard that probably TikTok because that's where I get all of my self affirmations recently. But, (laughs) um, 
I do think there's, I do think there's some truth to that because people who are just really one dimensional, um, they're hard, really hard to talk to and they are mm. really hard to work with. You know, um, they, right. if, if you're doing something that's even, even just like tangentially related to what they're good at, I feel like they just mm-hmm. shut down and they're not willing to do it. So, um, yeah, I, I, I feel like that. that's, that's my, that's my tagline. I try to be good decent to ha- at a lot of things. Right. Yeah. And even just conversation wise, it's nice to be able to chime in on, on a little bit of everything, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. I agree. I'd like to get good at just saying, no, nah, I don't know anything about that. Yeah. When someone just really <laughs> wants to talk to me. About great taste. Yeah. I'll I get have a drink though. <laughs> I have, uh, a couple times told people to their face that what they're trying to talk to me about does not interest me. Sure. And it's really mean. It's such a mean yeah. thing to do, especially if it's something <laughs> that they care about. And you just be like, bro, I'm not going to lie to you. Like I have no real, nothing to contribute <laughs> to this. Like, I don't, I mean, I, I kind of appreciate that. It, like you can appreciate the honesty, but what I, what I realized after the fact, cause at the, when I did it, my intention was to like, I don't want to waste your time. Cause I'm not mm-hmm. going to be able to like really go back and forth with this. Right. I feel like the better thing to do is just to like ask questions and like pretend, sure. even if you don't care at all, just like pretend right. to like want to learn about it just for the sake right. of, um, satisfying their emotional bid. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, I don't know, man, anyway. I should have been, that was pretty good. I was paying too much attention to what you were saying. I should have been thinking about what my personal tagline might be, um, here for a good time not for a long time mm, is that true <laughs> i would i think i'm a good times guy you're definitely a that. good times guy yeah but that being said um i like to be counted on too you know so sometimes i think these jokes we make about ourselves and and each other we kind of sell each ourselves short yeah i don't want to get too sappy on episode 50 especially if we're getting some new listeners you know but <laughs> yeah. um I, I do I do want to be counted on. I just I also want to make sure people are having a good time. You know. Yeah, it's well, it's you, important to me. You're decent at both of those things, so I'll, <laughs> I'll let you have it. That's the yeah. nicest thing you've ever said to me. <laughs> All right. Um. Okay. The next one. Do you prefer a trucker cap, a five panel cap, a snapback, or a dad cap? <laughs> I feel like this is a targeted question. Um. The last one, obviously. No, yeah, actually, I don't know yeah. what is the five panel like. The top is separated into different pieces. The five panel is kind of it's it's making. I don't know if it's making a comeback. It's kind of trendy right now. It's a very like hipstery style. That's um, why I don't know about it. I feel like I don't know. It's it would be yeah, hard for me to explain. Yeah, let me think about this question while you look it up. Um, I love trucker caps. I, to me, I feel like the trucker cap is a little bit more of like a a high rise with probably like a mesh back. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, snap back. I would only, the only thing I can think of is like the guys that still leave the stickers on the brims of their hats. Right. Yeah. Flat like maybe. Almost flat always. Bill. I interpret that as flat bill for sure. Flat bill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You figure out what a five panel cap was? Uh, I'm trying to figure out the best way to send it to you without ruining the, the yeah, recording here. <laughs> Start over. <laughs> Basically, the the way it looks is it's all all fabric, and there's mm-hmm. like one horizontal panel, 
another horizontal sure. panel that are like stacked on top of each other. And oh, then, okay. uh, yeah. That doesn't sound like something I would ever wear. I don't think you've ever but... worn one, so I doubt that okay. that would be your pick. Okay. Yeah, I would say trucker cap, probably. Dad caps, I actually do kind of like the forward dad cap on some guys. I don't you know, know. What is a dad cap? Well, it's kind of like the one that's, um, there's really no shape to it. It sort of just conforms to the top of your head. Oh. And then there's the bill. I see. And for me, guys with like, not, you know, runways for foreheads like I have, and then um, like um, a more rounder head would look yeah. better with that. Uh-huh. I'm thinking like Carrie's. Carrie Samsel's probably got more shout outs on this podcast than anyone. <laughs> than anyone. Yeah. He wears them. And okay. I think they look really good. And he, he's talked to me and said he specifically seeks those out. Uh, okay. I know, what you're, I, I know what you're talking mm-hmm. about. Once you said he wears them, I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've been, uh, I've been on a big trucker cap kick recently. I've always kind of, I've always kind of leaned that direction. I tried to do the snapback thing when I was in high school, yeah. you know, like the flat bill yeah. early hats or like uh, a, a, lot of, a lot of sports <laughs> yeah. teams hats came out in snapback. I think cause like, uh, baseball hats are actually that way. Um, like college right. and professional baseball hats. So we all like tried to wear those as jocks basically, but yeah. they just, I don't think they aged as well as we thought they would, but right. I'm actually right now rocking one of the, the Goran brothers farm, animal farm, mm-hmm. whatever trucker hats, oh, yeah. which, are, which are my favorite hats right now. I think they're so cool. Yeah. Like the, the animal thing, but not they're a sponsor, great. but I shout see- out, shout out to Goran brothers. Yeah. Yeah. They're pretty popular. Um, I've mm-hmm. seen those around. I remember yeah. that. You the know, talks. it's a good idea when um, people are ripping it off because I've seen a lot yeah. of counterfeits on, oh, tic- really? on TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People, people will make their own with like an a- their own choice of animal and like whatever dumb phrase instead of like sure. the clever ones that Goran comes up with. Mm-hmm. Um, but they never have like the castle logo on them. So I know that they're yeah. thick. I can see. Yeah, right there was. It. Yeah, it's kind of. There was a frog one there for a while that I thought. Was it slippy? Is that what it said on it? I don't, I don't remember. remember. That one, it sold out so quick. It was like an orange bill with a green, yeah, you know, something, something you would never wear. But, yeah, I, I um, tried to get, I tried to get some of the limited edition ones as they came out, but I, I yeah. realized once I learned that they do one every week. Yeah, I was like, I'm not. This is not going to be sustainable for me. So I got one or <laughs> yeah. two, and I was, I, I'm, I'm good. I'm only going to wear, I know. wear these for it, so many times. So they fit great too. You know, that's mm-hmm. the difference. Is if something, if a hat looks good, that's great. But yeah. Um. All right. Next question here. What did you learn a little bit too late? Ooh. This is a deep one. This is a good one. I, um, I wrote this, by the way. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. I'm just <laughs> also, it, it's worth noting that I've had the luxury of looking at all these for probably all day, and I just sent them and to you all of you. So. About <laughs> <laughs> but I still don't have a good answer for this one. I think um, just off the top of my head, one thing that I learned a little bit too late was that no one cares about anything that you do, really. Mm. Um, and I don't mean that in like, uh, no one cares about you kind of thing, but I just mean that I growing up and even still now, but I'm trying to be better about it. Spent most of my life thinking that everybody else cared about what I did with my life. Um, mm. I spent a lot of time trying to choose a career or choose, um, things to do that I thought other people would be like impressed by or, 
um, feeling like I had to live up to what I thought were other people's expectations of, of me. And looking back, um, I don't, like I never had anyone tell me that they wanted me to do any of those things. It's just for mm. some reason I, I perceived that reality. Um, so I think, I don't know, I'm still young, so it's, it's better that I figured it out now rather than when I'm 40. But I think mm. the sooner that you can realize that like no one really cares about what you're doing because they're more concerned about what they're doing, um, the more you can have some freedom or, it, or at least give yourself the freedom to make decisions based on what you feel like is important or what you want to do, um, as yeah. opposed to satisfying someone else's ideals. Yeah. That's, that's really profound. Something we don't always think about, but as soon as that hits, you know, it, yeah. it does, like you said, that freedom, mm-hmm. like even when you're in traffic and someone cuts you off, you know, it's like, <laughs> right. They don't know me. Yeah. I'm not going to follow them home and slash their tires. Well. I've only done that once. I might. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think it applies even to like seemingly mundane things too. Like the way I said that made it sound super, um, like you said, profound or whatever, but like the, the, the way that I see it manifest itself most often in my life is the way that I deal with finances, Mm. which is a weird thing, but like I grew up thinking one way about money because that's how like my parents basically that's what I observed from my parents or my surroundings and stuff, what things I should be saving money for, what things um, are important, blah, blah, blah. And then I, I got to an age where I had my own money and I had my own savings account and money that I was able to save up. And you know what? I just decided that a lot of the things that people said were important were not important to me, you know? Yep. Like a lot of people said, like, you shouldn't go out to eat very often because, you know, you should just save your money and only mm-hmm. eat at home and stuff. But I just really like to go out to eat, man. So yep. s- simple stuff like that. But um, also like in a more grand scale, like career or uh, friends or things that you spend your time on, stuff like that. But it, yeah. it's just too much work to always be wondering about what people are thinking about you. So I'm yeah, I'm not an expert or I'm not a professional at it, but I definitely try to... Mm kind of get rid of those thoughts now when I, I feel them manifesting. I like that. Um, I would say for me, something I learned a little bit too late was probably to take my time with, um, I tend to rush from one thing to the next, whether I'm traveling or even during the day, I consider mm-hmm. myself a pretty fast worker, I guess. Yeah. I, I think I do get things done accurately. Um, that being said, a lot of the work that I do now is is definitely in my wheelhouse, you know, so right. it, I can be pretty quick with it. Um, but, you know, things uh, that come to working on my vehicle or whatever it is, I, I tend to snowball a little bit and think that I know what I'm doing and I've watched the first five minutes of a YouTube video and then yeah. I know how, you know. Um, and, um, I think as I, I guess I, I started asking myself, why am I rushing? You know, wh- right. why am I trying to do this so quickly? I know I have a lot to do, but everyone always does. And, and every day is going to have more things to do. Right. Um, but it has, you know, especially in things outside of music, it's, it's made my, um, my accuracy better. And, um, I'm sure efficient. 
efficiency is what? Like your ability to do good work quickly. Would you say that's right? Or what's that word? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the traditional, that's the traditional sense of it though. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it would really be do good work with the least amount of energy or something, you know, because quickly, quickly can, can still take up a lot of effort. Um, sure. But doing, doing something with the least amount of energy or bandwidth or something is probably efficiency. Yeah. Maybe it's, maybe it's proficiency. I don't know whatever the word yeah. is, uh, it ends with efficiency <laughs> yeah. and, uh, it's been better for me now, you know, things outside yeah. of work, especially, uh, it's good to just take it slow, you know, yeah. do it right. You know, then you don't have to do it again. Mm-hmm. You know, I learned that with music early on and, and I think it's helped me a lot Yeah, with the job. So, man, that is, that is such a humbling experience to spend a bunch of time on something and realize you did it wrong oh, and have to do exactly. it all over again. <laughs> Least favorite, least favorite feeling. Yeah, you'd think we would have learned that from Legos, you know? Like that one brick you forgot to put in and now the whole thing's... Yeah, I wasn't good at following Lego directions, though. I always just ended yeah. up building my own uh, my own thing. Yeah, so. and you're so creative. My boy's so creative. <laughs> I'm really not, though. Like, I... Okay, this is a tangent, but I, I really don't consider myself to be all that creative. Like, mm. I think I'm good at uh, maybe thinking outside the box in terms of how to do things, but in terms of like mm. being a creative person, like being an, a quote unquote artist, I don't, I've never been able to like really write music um, very mm. well or like write poetry or do any of the like traditionally creative things. So it, sure. it's like, I'm, I don't know, I'm somewhere in the middle between analytical and creative. It, it's really frustrating. Yeah, I think you can visualize, you know, and that yeah. that is kind of like creative in a way because it's almost you can make these um, things that are more mathematical appear yeah. in front of us. You know what I mean? And that that can I mean that's got to be some kind of yeah. We're being too nice to each other. What's the next question? <laughs> the next question <laughs> is: What food do you crave more than anything else? Pizza, pizza all yeah. the time. It's it's. I know. I don't want to talk about pizza for the whole episode, but. It's, uh, I like all different kinds. I'm good with thin crust. Yeah. I'm good with pan. Yeah. I love a good stuffed crust every now and again. Ooh. Uh, but man, it's just the perfect combination of, I know we said this about lasagna once, but it's the perfect combination of ingredients and like simplicity. It's a lot of similar you know? ingredients to a lasagna anyway. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, that's usually my default answer though recently it's been chicken wings for me just because uh, i feel like i haven't had good chicken wings in a long time but um i do like choosing this is going to show how i overthink things but i do like choosing <laughs> pizza or something similar for that question like when people ask you what's one th- like what's the food you would eat for the rest of your life if you had to choose one thing mm-hmm. saying something generic like pizza there's a lot of mileage you can that can be had with pizza. Yes. Like you could eat a different piece of pizza every day and That's it would be a different about. experience. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I do like that about pizza. Yeah. Wings are, you know, wings, they're not a one-trick pony either. Right, you yeah. You get the different rubs and the sauces, different dips. What's your, what's your favorite uh, wing concoction? Are you, first off, are you a saucy wing guy or a dry wing guy? Hmm. You know, I always think when I think wings, I think just buffalo sauce, yeah. you know, hot or sometimes mild too. But um, 
every time I have a dry rub wing and then dip that in sauce yeah. or, you know, ranch or something. How about, are you blue cheese or are you ranch? Oh, I, I definitely tend to go ranch, though yeah, a good too. a good blue cheese is definitely good. You know, I'm not... We're a ranch anti- generation, man. Yeah, we definitely we are. dunk everything. Yeah. That's a lot of ranch. That's a <laughs> That's lot of ranch. That video. <laughs> yeah, we'll put that uh, link in the Instagram bio. No, just kidding. Yeah. Um, all right, my turn to ask a question, yeah. right? All right. What do you do on your ultimate favorite relax and do nothing day? Oof. This is a good one. It better be the same answer as me or I'm leaving you. <laughs> Finally. Uh, well, I can speak from experience because I did kind of my ideal few relax and do nothing days the last couple of days because it was my hashtag birthday week. Birthday month. Um, oh, which, which by the way, by the way, I am sick. Um, if anyone can't tell, I, I definitely have a cold and it's because I spent too much time having fun during my birthday weekend. Yeah. So. so don't lick your headphones or anything like <laughs> <Right>. that. <laughs> um, but definitely one of the things I love to do is play video games because that's like, that's one of those things that I never really let myself do. And mm-hmm. um, I even to the point have like convinced myself that I shouldn't enjoy them. Even while you're doing it, <laughs> <Right>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like I really do like playing um playing video games especially when like you and I get to play together because mm. I don't know we always have way too much fun I feel like but oh, it's, I don't know um, laugh as hard as anything ever I know but I used to I used to be way more into them than I am now and I think that's one of those things that I kind of let other people tell me that I shouldn't do or something yeah. and just believed them but um, I don't think they're all that bad so that's one of the things um, I definitely always like to get a workout in, even if it's my mm-hmm. relax or do nothing day, because like, I feel like Saturdays are usually my, my day that I take to myself and I always wake up pretty early still for, you know, being a weekend, mm-hmm. go to the gym, get a good breakfast. And then after that, the rest of my days, you know, whatever I want to do. Cake. Cake. Yeah. Yeah. This is a side note, but. So Jake used to be a big Halo guy, right? The new yeah. Halo game just came out online. Mm-hmm. So for those of you, all of you that love video games that listen to our podcast, all right? Yeah. Jake used to play Halo a lot. He and I never played it together. We play some other games. We download Halo again. We start playing it this one day. We're in an online lobby with all these people and he's just slaying. I, every, <laughs> time I, every time I spawned, I was dead. I was like, dude, I don't even know. He's like, you got to do this and this. He like still knew. Yeah. All these things. Um, anyway, memory, and one other side note, Jake is right about working out on his off days. He's not lying. Because anytime I've gone to stay with him and we had like an epic night on a Friday or something, it'll be Saturday morning or Sunday when I'm leaving. And I'll be like, what's up this morning, man? And he'll be like, well, I was trying to get a little workout in. I'm like, God, I forgot who you are. And so then we go do that. Yeah. And he's right though, because there's nothing like getting that done on a day off Mm -hmm. because you kind of feel like you have some leeway with the day to just do. Right. If you end up having a pizza, at least you got a little workout in in the morning, you know? I also just feel like getting your blood moving kind of helps you feel less weighed down the rest of the day. Yeah. Like, especially like you and I had an epic game session Thursday night, stayed up till like 2 a.m., which is not something I ever do anymore. Yes. I still woke up and went to the gym, even though I was definitely hurting. But I just felt yep. like I needed to get that sweat going, needed to get my, my blood moving. Um, I had, mm-hmm. a, had a great rest of the day. So That was an inspiration because you told me you were going to work out, so I went for a run. I'm, nice. glad, I'm glad that we nice. did that. Um, 
Well, I'm supposed to answer that now. Yeah. What's what's your ideal uh, day off? Everything basically? you just said. Next okay, question. Fair. <laughs> uh, did you ask that one? Yeah, I did. What? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now you're on. Would you rather yeah. be able to never? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> would you rather never be able to sit down or never be able to sleep? This is. This is just exhausting to think about. Yeah. Um, when I think about not sitting down for some reason, I kind of picture like wall sits. You know what I mean? Mm. I don't know why, because you wouldn't be in that. Yeah, you <laughs> that could just position, stand. But you could just stand up. <clears throat> but you you also know the feeling when you've been on your feet all yeah. day. Oh, you know, yeah. Literally all day. And um, I don't know. That's kind of what I think about parades and stuff or like going to... Um, going shopping yeah it's like this is supposed to be fun right my feet hurt yeah you know? mm-hmm. um i guess that would be one argument against standing all day um never being able to sleep i guess it would be the repercussions and we could do that all day like yeah you know right but the sharks right. have lasers on their heads you know <laughs> um but i would probably say never be able to sleep if 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 the the repercussions that i was groggy all yeah, the time. Yeah. I would I would totally use that app. I would use all of my waking hours to do the things I needed to do. Mm. And then when the sun went down, I would do all the things, all the debauchery that I shouldn't, you know. Yeah, this one um this one to me seems like an easy choice of just um never being able to sit down just because of how much I love sleep. And mm-hmm. how much I know not getting a good night's sleep affects me. Um, yeah. Case in point, I'm sick right now. But <laughs> uh, I definitely echo your pain of or your concern of never being able to sit down because of how mm. bad your feet. Like I think about this, I like I really don't love going to concerts because i hate standing for three hours like when you know there's going to be three or four bands and you're only there to see one of them or see the the headliner you're like oh man do do i really want to go outdoors because then i have to stand for like an hour waiting for the first band to go they play for 45 minutes and then there's like 20 minutes it's like this whole thing i just (laughs) my feet hurt my my knees start to hurt so i I get it but i feel like if you can keep moving and you're not just sitting in one place or standing in one place, um, it's a little bit better. So I'm going to choose yeah. to be able to sleep. Be able to sleep. Yeah, that's yeah. probably the wise choice. All right. Bar with a pool table or pool with a bar? Uh, I think pool with a bar. Can we just state how cool that question is? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Like, <laughs> that's pretty sweet. Um, <laughs> yeah. You said uh, pool with a bar, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I. Uh, Anytime there's been a pool table and we've gone and we've really wanted to do that, it's been a little bit of a letdown. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to go with pool with a bar. Yeah. I've only done that a couple of times in my life and it, there's nothing quite like it. It's really hard to beat the swim up bar situation. Swimming up. Yeah. Even mm-hmm. if it's not swim up, if it's within walking distance or just a few steps away, which by the way, I'm going to Cancun in a couple months and I am yeah. so psyched and the pool, I the, can't wait, the resort has a swim up bar. Can't wait. So that's what you get that big. That's what's on my mind when I was answering this did question. Did you get that big suitcase with the air holes that I asked you to get for me? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think, okay. I think you'll fit. Yeah. All right. Fit in the that's carry-on. what I wanted for Christmas. So yeah. I appreciate Perfect. you doing that. <laughs> all right. Um, would you rather have all the money in the world 
or never be able to die. Damn. Well, first thought was if I live forever, I would figure out a way, you know, I would have, you know what? I want to go back and change my answer to what did I learn too late? Okay. I would have never got a credit card. I would have got one, used it just as much as Mm. possible to keep it open when I would have paid for everything else, Mm. you know, when I was a kid, you know, go to Mm. Subway after work, use cash. Okay. But what I'm saying is, um, I would figure out a way to make a lot of money if I lived forever. Yeah. I would get a, I would restart my life like six times. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you would eventually have to, it seems like. Yeah. But what happens, what happens at the end of time? Right. You, you, you exist in nothingness. You believe in that kind of thing? Like it's all going to be over one day. You I'm think just we'll saying, still be alive? I'm just saying the premise <laughs> of this question says you never die. So if oh. if everything ends, you would still exist, but in perpetual nothingness. Nothing. Yeah. Ooh. Man, we could elaborate on we could do a whole episode on this. I question. think we could. I feel like I feel like we may have done something similar. This might have been in one of the the past would you rather episodes, but mm. um so you're picking to oh to never die. Yeah, I mean, that was a long way of saying Final that, answer. Yeah. Okay. How about you? Man, I don't know. I I did have your thought of, like, it would be kind of fun to, like, start over or, like, live multiple different lives kind of as different people or whatever. Um, The thing I just keep getting hung up on is how lonely that would that would be, you know? Like, how many, so times, you, how many times you would see people you learn to love and care about die you know, Die. and then start over and like have to be re- constantly replacing these relationships in your life. Seems pretty mm. bleak to me. Um, but you know, with unlimited time, you probably would rack up unlimited money by, by the end yep. of your existence. So but then what are you spending on? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you can always make the argument that being like super rich is a lonely life as well. That's mm. what rich people send, tend to tell people poor people to make them not want to be rich. I wish I could believe that. (laughs) It's easy to say when you have the luxury of firsthand knowledge, right? Mm. I I would like to experience it myself, but I think I would choose the money because I I just don't want to, I don't have the desire to live um, perpetually. Yeah. You don't, you don't really want to see the way the world turns out. I, I feel like I would get too sick of myself too. Like I'm, I'm 26 years in and I, sometimes I have a hard time sitting in a room by myself, you know, just with my own tendencies. So, um, sometimes I feel like it's got to end eventually. I was watching this thing where they had this guy, they somehow tuned their radio just right. And were claiming that the guy was from the future that, that came on the radio waves or whatever, something about the frequencies or some science crap that Mm -hmm. I don't know anything about. And he, they were asking the question, and he would keep going in and out or he'd leave. And they were like, can we just get you sat down for 15 minutes and do like a real interview with you? And he agreed to it. And like one of the questions they asked him, I'm sure this, I didn't even say it. I didn't need to say, I'm sure it's not real. This isn't real. <laughs> right, right. But what the guy said was basically at the end was, um, you don't want to know. Mm. You don't want to know what it looks like. And I, I just, all that stays in my mind. You know? Yeah. I think that's probably true. Uh, it, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it'll be okay. We're, we're resilient folk. We'll figure it out. Right? I don't know, man. It's hard for me to feel like we're on path to utopia, to be honest. But <laughs> Elon's going to get us out of here. You think? <laughs> no. 
Elon's taking I think everyone gonna, he loves. I think he's going to try. I really, yeah. dude, I really believe, speaking of having all the money in the world and, you know, wanting people's best interest in mind, I really do think that Elon has people's best interest in mind. He's kind of been in hot water recently because of some of his antics on Twitter. Yeah. But the way that I interpret the things that he says is just being able to see through people's like people's thinly veiled claims that like being a billionaire makes you like a supervillain or that you are the root cause of all problems in the earth. I think just Elon knows very well that if he gave all of his money to the government to do what they want to do with it, it probably wouldn't end up in the right hands. You know, no. like he completely called out um uh the united nations did you see this that's what it was yeah they were asking they were like if you give i think it was six billion dollars you will solve world hunger and he said okay show me how it'll happen and i will break it sell stock and make it happen right now and they never responded you know it's like oh we don't want to show you how we're going to spend anyway i don't want to get into this i'm just i'm just saying i don't think that like just because he's a mega billionaire that he's you know ill-willed i think he knows that the, him spending the money on his projects that he thinks are going to help the world is better than letting bureaucrats handle it. I think also if you looked into your heroes, actors, people in the public eye like that, and really looked deep into their lives and what they spend their money on, most you would be surprised, I think, by how many of your heroes or idols or whatever um, spend money on on nonprofit organizations or right. like or are are constantly trying to make the world we live in a better place yeah. you know you just assume that yeah. I, I get that though i mean if if you would have said what you just said i think i usually think oh they have a lot of money they right. must be corrupt or they must but, be selfish or greedy or something yeah now, i like would not they, sing i would not sing the same praise of jeff bezos i think he definitely yeah. has some egotistical you yeah. know stuff going Born on in 1960, whatever it is i don't know <laughs> anyway if you want us to do a full episode on billionaires let us know because that's something that i've been yep. chewing on for a long time but um yep. that'd I be could, fun i could just go on a rant but i want to do it that okay should, that should be all that matters okay yeah okay that's fine all right so what holds you back from the life you want and why is it yourself <laughs> yeah man this one is that gonna one, cut deep probably hits. Um, I think the thing that holds me back the most is, um, fear of the unknown. Um, I have a very, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I have a very cushy life, um, in terms of like, I have a stable career, um, that pays me well to do work that I enjoy doing for the most part. Um, and I have job security that a lot of people don't have the luxury of experiencing, you know, and, um, these are all, these are all great things. Like I don't have to worry, like my health insurance is great. Um, I have all these great benefits, but giving up that stability to pursue something that maybe I am infinitely more passionate about or, um, to even do something that just like pays less or maybe the, the benefits aren't as good or whatever. Like those things to me become deciding factors, which, I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing, but I definitely think, you know, there are times in life where you have to kind of bet on yourself regardless of what you think might be on the other side. And, um, 
I'm kind of nervous, you know, if one of those situations comes up, how I'm going to, how I'm going to respond. Um, you know, like if I'm going to take an opportunity that comes up to do something that I really believe in, um, but it means I would give up a bunch of security or I'd give up a, a guaranteed pay or, or whatever. Mm. Um, so yeah, definitely fear of the unknown is def is, yeah. is the thing that holds me back most of the time. Yeah, I think kind of along those lines, mine is a little bit of, I'm afraid to impact the people that I love and count on me, um, mm. you know, with the career I have and in <clears throat> the life that I've built, I'm more, I'd be afraid to leave them high and dry. Right. You know, and maybe that's putting too much weight on my role in their lives. Sure. Um, but. You know, my, my dad always asks his question. Um, we, we should add this to the drinking game when we mention our dads. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. But um, anyways, he always asks, just when we'll be working on something, like today we were chopping some wood, and he was like, um, if there was anything else you could do in this life, what would you be doing? And he asks that all the time, just mm. randomly during any kind of job. Yeah. And um, I've always said nothing else like i love it you know yeah. I'm, I'm i'm um and again this is not me leaving talbot brothers i'm not going to yeah but there are way, there are times i kind of daydream about what i could be doing uh otherwise right you know? um, <clears throat> especially career-wise because i think there are so many things that i'm interested in right that having a main thing keeps me from pouring a lot of my time into right um, that I think I could be good at if, if I had the time, you know? Mm. And I also just don't like being pigeonholed or like identified as like, yeah, he's a musician, you know? Yeah. Like that's the way I get introduced, right? Right. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that, maybe that is cool. A lot of people would like that. Yeah. I def I, I don't know, dude. I get that though. And like, I also feel like, I don't understand why we feel like we have to answer that question with how you answer it. An you apology? Know? No, like when, when someone asks you, if you could be doing anything, what would you be doing? And you say, I wouldn't change a thing, you know? I feel like there, yeah. I feel like there's some pressure to answer that question that way. Otherwise, yeah, it's like a, too heavy of a conversation or something, you know? I think we need to... I think we should just normalize that most people even though even if they really enjoy what they do for a living there's things that given like the opportunity would they they would do something else probably yeah. you know that doesn't mean that you're ungrateful or that you hate what you're doing i think people try to black and white things too much but yeah um, i always just assumed maybe it was my dad trying to cast a little bit of like maybe he would have done something else yeah know? And in a, in a person in his position with his job, you know, you, you would think, man, the man, he stuck 39 years. Yeah. You know, like, did he want to do something else? And he stayed for that long. But right. I think some of those guys are the ones that would have changed if they had the opportunity. But again, the security thing too, you know. Right. Like, there's nothing wrong with that, but it can keep you somewhere. Yeah. I definitely sure. feel like once you have a family too right those decisions become a lot weightier like if it, if yeah. if i was just a single guy the things that i would be doing even just you know i'm not married and i don't have kids but i do have people that are close to me that i'm planning yeah. my my future around in some capacity right. you know and i don't i definitely don't want to just 
throw a monkey wrench in, into all of that stuff just Everyone, because yeah. one day I'm feeling emotional. But yeah, um, yeah. Some I was I I've been working on a project at work recently, and the guy I'm working with just uh, matter of factly said, "Yeah, I'm going to take a bunch of time off here. I'm, I'm celebrating my uh, my 30th anniversary with the company, so a bunch of a bunch of PTO built up that I need to use, or else I'm." just going to hit the limit. And I was like, well, dude, the idea of work doing the same thing for 30 years gives me anxiety. I don't know. Ooh. I don't know why, but I'm with you. I don't know. So it's, it's weird that I value stability and security for as much as I do when I, you're doing the same thing for a long period of time. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably why you like being my friend. Cause I'm like a stick of dynamite. Yeah. It's like constantly being lit and unlit and you must get, some kind of like you enjoy the fact that you have a friend that could is highly volatile and could explode at any minute. So yeah, you do add uh, a lot of variety makes, to my life. So I appreciate that about <laughs> you. And you give me stability, oh, which man. I do appreciate. We complete each other. All right. Uh, uh, what is by the, the way? Oh. Put it on your calendar. Wedding, uh, me and Jake, twenty twenty two. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. Um, what is the best thing about you? This is going to be hard for both of us to answer because we both hate ourselves. They know us. Pretty yeah, deeply. They, we know that about each other. We hate yeah. each other. The best thing about me, my, my best, my weaknesses are actually my strengths. Yeah. No, I, I work know. too hard. Um, <laughs> I think, um, gosh, you know, I wouldn't consider myself I'm not a selfless person at all. In fact, I think I'm one of the most selfish people I know and I'm not mm. being I'm not being hard on myself. Um I would like to think that if you if I do have a friendship with you or your relationship in my life, um I count those things very uh dear to me and yeah. I would I am the help you bury the body guy you know right and i'm not that way for anyone um just anyone i mean right there's there's specific people that i i put my bet on when i meet them and i am for life you know yeah i'm, I'm there so uh i would say that um i uh i love to make people laugh but right. that's something i do for me mm. so I don't know what the best thing about me is for someone else. Right. But for me. Yeah. It's what about you? Loyalty. I would say loyalty. Yeah. Oh man. These, I have such a hard time answering these questions. Yeah, I know you do. Um, I can't wait to shoot a million holes in whatever <laughs> you say. I'm just waiting. I think, um, I think the best thing about me is, um, I'm trying to think of a way to say this that doesn't sound arrogant, but it's an, it's an arrogant question and it's nature. Yeah, you got to so, answer it that way. Um, right. I, I would say the best thing about me is my work ethic and like my dedication to things. Um, but the caveat to that is it has to be something that really, really interests me for to mm. like really buckle down and like sacrifice myself for it. You know, it, mm. it's like this weird combination between... Um, 
always wanting to do a good job, but also like the ADHD in me of like only hyper fixating on things that really stimulate me. Otherwise I like yeah. have no bandwidth for anything else, you know? Yeah. Um, but I think I, I think I'm really good at like learning skills basically from scratch and like picking up new things like, um, just like learning all the information I need to learn about something and implementing it and, and, yes. uh, staying up through all hours of the night if that's what yeah. it takes because it's something that I just want to figure out. So, yeah. um, I don't know that, that that's off the top of my head. That's probably what I would say. I would say that's right. I would agree. All right. Next question. Uh, what do you like most about your family? Oof, nothing. I don't like anything about my family. You? Yeah, I'm the best thing about my family. <laughs> um, no, I, my favorite thing about my family is that, well, I have two things. I know that's against the rules, but one, yeah. my family is extremely loyal um, and supportive in like anything that you choose to do. Um, so that's really nice to know that, you know, even if I decided to do something else with my life or if I was younger and had decided to do something else, even, even if at first it might've been, it might've seemed like a bad idea. Um, eventually I feel like everyone would come around and, and, and support you. Like my immediate family does not hold very many grudges or things like this. Mm -hmm. And I, I hear horror stories about people's families that, um, are that way. And I'm just really glad that mine isn't. Yes. Um, and the other thing I really like about my family is they all kind of keep their nose out of things for the most part, you know, mm -hmm. like, um, the term like helicopter parent comes to mind and my parents are sure. definitely not that way. Um, yeah. when I was growing up, they weren't that way. Um, and they will tell you what they think about things, but at the end of the day, they let you make your own decisions. And, mm -hmm. um, I, you know, I've always grown up feeling expectations from my family and stuff, but that's, that's definitely something that I have mostly imposed on myself. Yes. Um, I've never, you know, a lot of times people grow up with parents, like their parents are doctors. And so they feel like if they don't become mm -hmm. a doctor, then they're a failure, you know, mm -hmm. or you know, a lawyer or something, something like this. I didn't have any of that growing up. It was just mm. the main expectation was that, um, I was going to do something that interest interested me and I was going to, um, do my best at that thing, you know? Yeah. Um, so that was kind of on, in all things, like when I was growing up playing sports, there were some sports that I didn't like. And eventually yeah. I just decided I don't want to do these anymore. And that was fine. But some, some kids, parents forced them to play certain sports their entire life because that's what they yeah. played growing up or whatever, you know? Um, and things of like career and relationships and stuff like they've always kind of, they've, they've let me make my own mistakes, but they've also more or less let me choose my own path. And I, I, I definitely yeah. really appreciate that. So. Yeah, that is to be appreciated for sure. Um, I would say it's something that I've always, um, my mom always told us when we were little. Um, she said, you know, I don't ever talk bad about your family, um, like out and about and stuff. Right. Like, you know, especially in a small town community, but, you know, just even as we went and got older. Um, you know those people you talk to and like within the first, couple minutes of talking to them they're dogging on their mm. you know yep. significant other or whatever um <clears throat> right it's different when you're close friends and you, you're confiding you know right um but like just outwardly there was always kind of this like reverence and respect 
or family and mm-hmm. um you know there could be some negative side effects to that you know you you tend to care about the last name so much that you know every everything i do when i step outside my door i'm i'm trying to think of how that's going to come back right on right. my family um but i think for the most part you know it's no matter what if if my parents ever got an argument which which i never saw you know mm. if they did um they didn't talk about each other bad out and you know nobody ever right. thought anything like that and i don't think it's so much about the appearance as it is just like we want people to know that we are good yeah we're tight and strong but they don't need to know the weaknesses and stuff we has as a family right like i said different with close people but um i always like that and nick and i do that uh, maybe to a fault tend to protect each other because of the name um all right final question last one yeah you should be doing that you're the drummer all right (laughs) What? <laughs> you don't get terrible. to sing on this podcast, but I will make drumming sounds. Those, <laughs> this is my time to shine. Yeah. Um, all right. What is your strangest habit? I have a lot of strange habits. Um, <laughs> We've been picking your nose this whole time. Well, I was going to say I'm definitely a nose picker, which <laughs> like, bro, I, I, well, really guy I really don't see the problem with it. As long as I'm not flicking it somewhere that's like going to get on someone or something. Like what What harm does it do for me to pick my nose in my car and flip it, flick it out the window? Like yeah. I just, I think it's forgivable. That's it. That's my own yeah. space, you know? Eating it would be Eating it would be, it too yeah, far. that's too, that's too far. Um, Delicacy. But, yeah. Um, I, I only think this is strange because other people have told me it's strange, but I really enjoy showering before i work out whoa mm-hmm. what yeah i i don't know why um i always did it like in high school when we in the summer you know we'd have um weights and stuff in the morning for football or like early seven on seven and stuff i would always wake up 20 minutes earlier so i could take a shower every single whoa. time and even like even now i i do it less now as an adult just because of when I work out and stuff, but if I'm going to work out in the morning, like on Saturdays, I always work out in the morning. Um, I take a shower before and I take a shower after, but there's something, something about like washing off the night gunk, you know, I'm like, I'm a hot sleeper. So I definitely like wake up feeling sticky sometimes. Um, and I feel like I got to get all that off before I get my real sweat going. So, Yeah. yeah. I mean, I get it as you explain it. I'm not just trying to be nice, but a part of it is weird to me, you know, it kind of is like the makeup in the gym type thing. But yeah. also I get, I mean, there's a lot of you seeing you right. in there, you know, and kind of that keeps you, but yours is different. It's more about a feeling. Yeah. Interesting. But I also um, feel like, you know, it helps me not smell so bad in the gym, you know? Yeah. Cause there's some, sure. something about like just night gunk is a thing. Yeah. And just throwing on yeah, deodorant does not do what a lot of guys hope that it will do. You know, right. there's a lot of guys that smell like shit and they are like, I don't yeah. smell bad. I put deodorant on. It's like, okay, there's yeah. a lot of other surface area on your body <laughs> that you're hoping that armpit gunk is going to help you with. So yeah. Anyway, just briefly, I mean, is, is it that shower before the gym? Is it like a quick rinse or is no, it it's, a, dude, it, I'm a lot. I scrub down. I take long showers. Man, and I, I do not, dis- I do not discriminate on the, the pre-workout shower. It's like, could be like 20 minutes plus of, 
um, self-loathing <laughs> and considering what I'm going to do <laughs> for the day and, you know, all these things. Pretending so. you control water. Yeah, exactly. Like I used to do <laughs> yeah. yeah. I used to do that when I was a kid a lot. Um, I would say mine's kind of along those lines. I always have to have, I have a hard time going out and I know you and I disagree on this a little bit. I have a hard time going out in like the sweats and mm. you know, the kind of the campier look, even though they've come a long way since, you know, Jersey sweatpants right. you get at Walmart. You know? <laughs> right. Um, I always like have my jeans and my boots on. I think I'm, it's really funny because I talk about this on the pod all the time. I don't like talking about the music stuff all the time when I go out. Right. But I am always planning on running into someone who might know me from that. Yeah. Few and far between, you know, some mm. random airport, maybe a chance, but, and then I, and then I'm wearing like, you know, I don't know what right. my sweatpants are. They might, but there's a look to it now. Uh-huh. So this might not be a valid, you it, know. D- it depends on the execution. There's definitely like an athleisure look thing where you wear like That's cool. nicer joggers and a hoodie or something. Yeah. Um, I definitely, I, I wear that out. And I used to never think I would, I used to be like you where everywhere I went, I had to wear jeans um, and, and something, but Mm-hmm. Um, I've definitely leaned into the, the relaxed look, but yeah, like if you wear straight cut, um, sweatpants that are really baggy, yeah. you know, there, that's, <laughs> there's no place for that in public. Yeah. Well, I couldn't bust out my red flannel sleeping pants that I like to wear, you know? Yeah, definitely shouldn't do that. And I usually wake up in those and it's like, what am I going to change into sweatpants? Mm-hmm. I might as well just change into jeans at right. this point. Right. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. these are the important things we think about yeah. all the time. <laughs> exactly all right well that's all the questions that we had there was definitely more questions but these are the ones that we we filtered through so if we didn't answer your question don't think it's because we thought it sucked it's just because we didn't think it was as good as these ones so you can interpret that however you want but (laughs) that's a nice set list you made there i i really liked the flow of those questions thank you yeah i I tried to think about it again no i didn't (laughs) All right. Well, thank you guys for sticking with us for 50 episodes of this Similar Vein podcast. Um, For those of you who are new, we hope that you stick around for 50 more at least. Um, Hit us up on Instagram at Similar Vein Podcast. Be sure to rate and subscribe if you haven't already. And until next time, we will see y'all. Yeah.